Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz Gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Well, what's up, everybody? Happy Friday. Welcome in. Nuana's now. 1029 ESPN Missoula. Maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television around the great state of Montana. Maybe you're tuning in on the new ESPN MT app. Appreciate you for following along no matter how you're joining us. I'm Coulter Nuanez, coming to you through the ESPN MT studio, but doing this a little different. Trying a little morning version of Nuanas now, although you are listening here in the afternoon. I, as you listen in real time, I'm on the road. I'm on the highway. Down I-15, headed to Ogden, Utah. Huge game for the Montana Grizzlies at Weber State. And that's just sort of the, the time of year that it is. So we'll get you all set up for a huge weekend of football. It's a huge Friday football evening. High school football playoffs begins. So we have a ton of coverage and interviews of uh, coming up for you regarding that. I will also give you a preview of the Grizz game at Weber State. The Cats off this week as well. So uh, all eyes on Montana uh, in Ogden. ESPN MT here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years and proud to say so. Want to stream the show? You always can on the ESPN MT app. You also can always visit our station website, 1029ESPN.com. We'll go through the entire schedule for the weekend in the football world, high school and college, give you some tidbits, some things to watch, some matchups. About 20 minutes from now, we're going to hear from Todd Hughes. He's the head coach of Missoula Loyola. They take the show on the road to go play at Townsend on Saturday afternoon, all the Class B games, Saturday afternoon games, because a lot of them have some pretty formidable road trips. So we get all set up with Coach Hughes. Florence uh, also has a home game, the defending state champions. They will host Whitehall. So we'll go through all the matchups, and we'll hear from Coach Hughes here at the beginning of our first, or the end of our first segment, rather. We're also going to talk to Bronson Barron. He is a sophomore quarterback for the Weaver State Wildcats. Caught up with Bronson earlier this week. Great guy. Really interesting story. Uh, like many football players in the state of Utah, he is a uh, member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, LDS. And he went on a mission. And uh, his mission very interesting. He went to Ghana. And what these guys learn, you know, whatever your religious affiliation is or whatever, I ask these guys about their missions, not because of what they're proclaiming and preaching and spreading, which you know is all positive in nature regardless of what you believe, but it's all about the life experience. I mean, for a 19-year-old kid to go live in a third-world country for a couple of years without your family and then return and start playing college football, that's transformative. I don't care who you are, what you do, what religion you are, nothing like that. It is a huge deal. So we'll talk to Bronson Barrett about what he thinks of the Montana defense and what he learned during his two years in Ghana. Missoula Big Sky in the playoffs as well. So your Missoula schools that are in the playoffs, because I know a lot of you that are listening are listening on the radio waves here in western Montana. 
So here's the rundown of the high schools out west here uh, that have the most of our radio coverage here. And thanks to all you, you know, the tens of thousands that are tuning in outside of the radio airwaves. We couldn't do it without you. It's been so impressive and fun to see uh, this show grow. But Missoula Big Sky is into the playoffs for the 15th time in the last 22 years. Matt Johnson will join us, Missoula Big Sky head coach. The Eagles got a win over Flathead last week to get to 3-5 and five and punch that playoff ticket. And uh, the Eagles will play at Bozeman Gallatin tonight. So we'll hear from Matt about uh, 4.45 as part of our Garden City Spotlight. Top of the hour, Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, and uh, she thinks she's got breaking news. You probably already heard. I'll leave it at that, but should be fun. And then uh, about 5.30, we're going to hear from the other two primary coaches for the Western Montana squads. We hear from Bryce Carver, who's the head coach at Hamilton High School, the, the Bronx, the defending state champions uh, in the Class A ranks and undefeated. They have a bye this week, so we talked to Coach Carver just about his team season and What's it like just having a, a sort of a nameless, faceless opponent upcoming? I guess they'll be monitoring a lot. Class A is interesting, too, because it's not a bracket. They reseed after the first round. So it's not if these guys win, if these guys win. They're not just watching one game. It could be any of the teams, just depending on how the results go in the first round. So we'll talk to Coach Carver about 530. And then about 540, we'll hear from Dane Oliver, the head coach of the Missoula Sentinel Spartans. They are at home tonight. They're taking on Great Falls CMR. So that is your Missoula game of the evening. And uh, so we'll go to Coach Oliver last to get you all set up for that one. Kickoff 7 p.m. down there from uh, Missoula County Public Stadium. So there you go. It's your show outlook. It's presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have, give Brent and his team a call today. Do you want us now, ESPN Radio? SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app coming to you live here on your Friday. But we're actually not live. We're not in studio because uh, I'm on my way down to Ogden, Utah already. And, uh, you know, we're always just trying to figure out all the best ways we can give you the content you want and the content you need with the availability and resources that we have. Uh, Our guy, Andrew Houghton, uh, thoughts to him and his family. Uh, His grandfather passed away last weekend, so he is uh, in Chicago, uh, actually in South Bend, Indiana, for a funeral um, his grandfather was 100 years old, a centurion, very impressive, a professor of mathematics at Notre Dame for his career. So um, certainly interesting uh, guy and, and a guy that uh, I'm sure will be remembered fondly and greatly. So Andrew's out. Grizz hockey in full force, the Grizz hockey team on the road going to Eastern Washington this upcoming weekend. They played last night against the University of Mary. They hung tough. They were down 2-0 midway through the third period and then sort of an onslaught of goals late. And Mary comes out with a 5-0 win over Grizz Hockey. But that's the two-time defending uh, Division II um, ACHA champion, University of Mary, Division II national champion. So uh, they got a, a, a tough test to be sure. So that's all to say. Uh, I wasn't going to have a producer, and I also wanted to hit the road because it is a 500-mile drive down to Ogden. wanted to get at least most of the way there on your Friday, so we decided to, to let it ride. But you don't care about any of that. You're just here for the sports talk, so let's go. Let's get after it. Because it's a Friday, I mean, it's a Florence Coffee Company Friday. I'm actually, as we speak, recording this, drinking myself a Lotus Delicious 
I know that it's getting to be cooler out there, so maybe you want some hot coffee, hot Americano, some hot tea. They got it all. No matter where you're at in Montana, there's a Florence Coffee Company kiosk near you. Now, through today, through the end of the day, if you dress up your pet and bring them through the Floco uh, drive through after the morning rush, your barista will take a pic and post it on their Facebook page. People vote with likes, and the prizes are big. So basically, if you get a picture of your pet in a Halloween costume, post it on the Florence Coffee Company Facebook page. You're going to be entered to win some big prizes. Visit FlorenceCoffeeCo.com or visit your favorite Floco location with any questions. Pet costume contest, courtesy of Florence Coffee. That's fun. Let's take a look quickly at the Big Sky Conference slate for the weekend before we get into the high school football slate for the weekend. This is Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Here's your Big Sky Conference slate for the weekend. Montana State has a bye. Montana at Weber State, that's number 11, Grizzlies. At the number 5, Wildcats. Both teams coming off losses. In the summer, we targeted that October 22nd date as a pivotal one in the Big Sky. And then we said, whatever happened on that date, then whatever happened next would also be pivotal. Would Sac State be coming off a loss going into the game against Idaho? Nope, they're coming off a win over the Grizz. Would the Grizzlies be coming off a win or a loss? Well, now they're coming off two losses because of the loss to Idaho. And would Weber be coming off a loss or a win to to Montana State? The Wildcats coming off a loss as well. So there's several different scenarios. If the Grizz were coming off success or or, uh, heartbreak, same with Weber. Both of them coming off a heartbreaking losses. The Grizz lost in overtime 31-24 at Sac State last week. Weber State, one of the craziest losses I've ever seen, truly. Wildcats, uh, long snapper Grant Sands. I've never felt so bad for a kid in the scope of a football game in my life. The poor kid snapped the ball in the back of the end zone four times. I've truly never seen anything like it. It got national recognition. I'm surprised it actually didn't get more. But just unbelievable. And that was only one of the factors in a totally crazy game. Weber State returned a kick and a punt for touchdowns in in the first quarter alone. They blocked a field goal. But then they also had half a dozen dropped passes on some inside slants and some skinny posts in their RPO game, which is a huge part of Bronson Barron's game, which the quarterback from Weber will join us here in about 15 minutes. But heartbreaking loss for Weber. I don't really know how to evaluate the Wildcats after watching them. I have watched them two previous times, and they looked really, really good. So this is going to be a stiff test for Montana. And I also think that, I think tangibly, realistically, if Montana drops this game, they still have an opportunity to get into the playoffs, and maybe even if they won out to get a playoff seed, especially if they were to win in Bozeman uh, the final week of the year. That said, it's going to be a lot harder to do that just because of the momentum of the season and the noise that's going to accompany it. I mean, this town right now, Missoula, Montana, as I sit here at the ESPN MT studio today, is on fire. Grizz Nation cares immensely and deeply, but I also think that they can see when things are awry. And I think that 
people were so excited and stoked about the Grizz after the first four games of the year because they just looked so dominant. They looked just ferocious in the way that they were just destroying people. And then they just ramshackled Portland State on homecoming, and you're just thinking, wow, Bobby Houck, he's got his squad. And then so some inconsistencies and some vulnerabilities start to creep in against Idaho State, but that's the worst team in the league, so you get a road win there. Then you go on a bye, and then you kind of fall flat. And then Idaho comes and punches you square in the mouth, and you lose at home. And Washington Grizzly Stadium was deflated. I mean, people were filing out of that sucker during the fourth quarter, and, and it was it was not a good look for Grizz fans, but it was also not a good look for the Grizz. I mean, giving up an onside kick and you know throwing uh, you know having bad turnover down the stretch and trailing thirty to sixteen on your home field. They got a touchdown late to cut it to a one score game, but Idaho whooped their butts. And then you have an opportunity for a huge bounce back win against the team that has been. And we can say it now, there's no more fluke about it. Sac State has been the dominant team in the Big Sky Conference for the last three years. They are now 19-1 in Big Sky Conference games since Troy Taylor took over. They've owned the league. You can say whatever you want about their playoff success, but when it comes to playing other Big Sky teams, Sac State has owned the Big Sky Conference. And they've owned Montana. 3-0 after last week's win. And you can say, you know, the Grizz didn't trail in regulation. Uh... You know, the refs this and the pass interferences and the targetings and Lucas Johnson getting knocked out and all that stuff don't matter. A win's a win's a win. A loss is a loss is a loss. And Montana's staring a two-game losing streak in the face. And they got to get one on Saturday. Just, I think, for the state of conversation in the community. If you lose three in a row, then even if you come back home and get right against Cal Poly, which I think they will, and you come back at home and you whip Easter Washington on your final home game, which I think they will. Okay. But it, it, it the sour taste of the three-game losing streak will linger all the way up until the rivalry game. Whereas if you go on the road and get right this weekend, then boom, all of a sudden, you can have a three-game winning streak going into Bozeman. And now maybe people are talking about, okay, the train got derailed from the tracks a little bit, but now the freight train is coming right back down the tracks right at you. So we'll see. We'll, we'll definitely see. It's a huge game. The other Big Sky Conference games this week, is now, by the way, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Portland State at Eastern Washington. Cal Poly at UC Davis. And then the other big one, Idaho at Sac State. So uh, only four Big Sky Conference games this week. That'll make it a little easier on us on SkylineSportsMT.com to monitor all this stuff. But Idaho at Sac State's a huge game as well. We'll get into a little bit of chatter about that a little bit later on. But it is a Friday. That means it's Friday Night Lights, and it's Friday Night Lights loser out style. The best time of year. Here is your high school football slate for the upcoming weekend. Class AA. So there's there's only a couple non-AA Friday night games. That includes Frenchtown, who won last week to get in the bracket, playing at Dillon. That's a Southwest A rivalry game. Uh, that game's tonight, Friday night. No Class B games here on your Friday night. No Class C eight-man games on Friday night. There is two Class C six-man games tonight. Knoxon plays at Valier, and Savage plays at Big Sandy. That's quite a trip. Savage to Big Sandy's quite a ways. Um, but then you know, the rest of your Friday night games tonight go like this. All four of these AA games, 7 p.m. kickoff. Billing Senior is at Kalispell Glacier. The Bronx got a win in their season finale to get into the playoffs. They've been up and down this year, but they're good on defense. And uh, maybe 
in the sort of the tiers of the double A, uh, there's a couple teams that maybe were a little bit better than their records. I think those two teams are Senior and CMR. I think both those teams are pretty good. Uh, but Glacier ran the gauntlet. Uh, you know, everybody in the West had to play each other. And I think the West was really good this year in Double A. But Glacier had to play Helena High, Helena Capital, and Sentinel in order. Uh, it wasn't in that order, but they had to play those three teams consecutively. I can't remember exactly which one went where in terms of the order, but they played all three of them close, but lost by a single score in all three of them. But then they came back and, and just hung 50-plus on a couple more teams. I mean, this team's averaging almost 60 a game. Part of that is aided by their 84 points that they hung on Hellgate last week. That's a whole different story. But Glacier, Gage, Slider, they're a really good team, so I would not want to play them. Billing Senior at Kalispell Glacier tonight, the winner – Goes to Eastern A Double A Number One Seed Bozeman next weekend. Missoula Big Sky, who we'll hear from Matt Johnson here uh, on is now in about twenty five minutes. Head coach of the Big Sky Eagles. They are on the road at Bozeman Gallatin. This is a uh, the second matchup between these two teams this year. They played a non conference game against each other. Bozeman Gallatin won that game forty eight to six. Gallatin had a, a banner year, the best year in their school's history. Only a three year history, but they are. Uh, playing a, a first-round home game in the playoffs. And the winner of Big Sky, Bozeman Gallatin, they play at Helena High next week. Butte at Great Falls is your third double-A game. Bulldogs a tough squad, too. I mean, they were down toward the bottom half of the, the Western double-A, yet they got some good players. And uh, Ari Gray is a great coach. They got a good system, and they always seem to figure out a way to be competitive. A lot of these double-A schools have, well, not a lot, but some, you know, like we see it at Hellgate, we see it at Belgrade. They have numbers issues with kids coming out. Butte does not have that issue. Butte has a bunch of kids out for football, and so they're always going to have a decent depth and, and some good athletes. Great Falls High, I think, is another one of those teams that is good, that, that maybe wasn't as good as, as we thought they'd be given their talent, but they have a couple of the best athletes in the state. Reed Harris, who's played all over the field. He's a quarterback last year. He's played all over the field uh, this year. Played a little running back even last week. Uh Head to Boston College, so definitely one of the top recruits in the state of Montana. So that'd be a good one. The winner of Butte at Great Falls plays at Helena Capital, and the Great Falls CMR is in Missoula tonight to take on Missoula Sentinel. We'll hear from Dane Oliver to preview that game a little bit later on, and the winner of that game goes on to play uh, Eastern AA number two seed Billings West. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Let's go through the Class A games quickly. Frenchtown is at Dillon tonight. Southwestern A rivals clash in the playoffs. Miles City is at Columbia Falls tomorrow. Libby is at Laurel, and Whitefish is at Haver. All three of those Saturday games, 1 p.m. kicks. The teams that got buys are Hamilton, Billing Central, Lewistown, and Polson. So uh, Hamilton will get the fourth highest remaining seed, so kind of like the quote-unquote lowest seed. Billing Central will get the highest remaining seed, so the best remaining team playing. Billing Central will get them. The third highest remaining seed will play at Lewistown, and the second highest remaining seed will play at Polson. In Class B, Missoula Loyola is at Townsend. Todd Hughes, Missoula Loyola head coach, will join us in just a minute. Fairfield is at Shepherd. Manhattan at Big Fork. Baker at Glasgow. Cutbank at Huntley Project. Whitehall at Manhattan. Red Lodge at Malta. Eureka at Jefferson. Class C, eight-man first round. Park City is at Flint Creek, that's Drummond Phillipsburg. Charlotte's at Belt. Forsyth at Superior. Lone Peak at Culbertson. Cascade at Joliet. 
Fort Benton at Fairview, Chinook at Ennis, Circle at St. Ignatius. And then your six-man matchups include Noxon at Valier and Savage at Big Sandy tonight. And then White Sulphur Springs plays at Roy Winifred. North Star plays at Broadview Lavina. Denton Geyser Stanford Geraldine plays at Medicine Lake Freud. Freud Medicine Lake is how I would actually put it. Sorry, I just uh, got that straight off the schedule. CJI, that's Chester, Joplin, and Vernus, plays at Hot Springs. Bridger plays at Richie Lambert. Custer Heisha Melstone plays at Highwood. Uh, so there's your six-man schedule. Let's dive into our Garden City Spotlight, Missoula Loyola. An up-and-down year, they had a lot of injuries on the offensive line. They started pretty good, then they had a lull, but the last couple weeks they've played well. They beat Thompson Falls, who was the Class C eight-man champion last year, but moved up to Class B this year. And then they played Florence Tough last week in their rivalry game. And uh, Todd Hughes has been around a long time. He's been coaching for 30-plus years, been there at Missoula Loyola for uh, more than a decade, and he's been in the playoffs plenty. He knows how to win at the playoff level. The part... This is the first part of our Garden City Spotlight, presented by Happy Days Car Wash. It's important to keep the greasy, gunky mud and road materials off the undercarriage of your car. Keep your car clean above and below with an amazing wash bay at Happy Days Car Wash. Happy Days Car Wash has 14 free vacuum stations. They're located on Brook Street right next to Pizza Hut. Clean car, happy car. Happy Days Car Wash. Garden City Spotlight rolls on, and it's a playoff edition. We're now down at Missoula Loyola. I'm recording these during the week. we got to tell you that now. Uh, these are pre-recorded. But we just got done with uh, Missoula Sentinel head coach, Dane Oliver. Now we're here with Missoula Loyola head coach, Todd Hughes. His team into the Class B playoffs, and it should be fun um, all the way around the state these upcoming weeks. Loser, go home. It's the greatest time of year. Um, Missoula Loyola plays at Townsend. So, Coach, first of all, just you're into the bracket. I mean, it, it must feel good to just uh, be a playoff team once again. Yeah, no, obviously, anytime you can make it to the, the next season, I call it, you know, it's we're zero zero. anything can happen. So I'm excited for the guys. The kids are excited. We're finally healthy again, so hopefully we can make a run. You guys played a, a tough schedule this year. You played uh, many playoff teams. I mean, just off the top of my head, certainly uh, Manhattan, certainly Huntley Project. Did you guys play Big Fork this year? Played Big Fork, Eureka. So you've played, I mean, of the 16 teams in the playoffs, you've played about, uh, you know, a third of them, you know, pretty much. So what would you think of class? B this year just overall the division um you know I think class B in general is you know the, the, there's not as many teams and many schools um obviously the bigger ones are you know dominating when it comes to numbers wise but you know I've always felt that class B was an extraordinarily difficult um league you know or, or uh, conference to to be in just based on the numbers of schools and, and the travel distance that you have to go to play them and so it, it's just you know it, we played like uh, you just said we played all the best of them so we'll see how we can go that's one of the most fun parts of the playoffs for us uh calculating all the mileage i know sometimes on the bus it's a long ways but i mean you guys going to townsend that's actually not too bad you know i mean Columbia Falls and Miles City are playing in the Class A playoffs. That's about 600 miles. You guys about a third less than that. But uh, just tell us about the road trip uh, coming up to, to go to Broadwater County. Well, actually, this will be a short road trip yeah, for right. us. I mean, we went to uh, Huntley Project this year. Right after that, we went to Bozeman, and then we turned around and went back to Manhattan. So there was a few of those. We, we logged some miles early in the season, so these kids should be uh, pretty used to it. So Townsend actually is kind of in our back door, so – Hopefully it'll be we don't got to get up too early, um, so it shouldn't be too bad. Loyola, uh, 
most recent win against Thompson Falls. That was an interesting deal. The fact that you had, you beat the defending state champ, but from the eight man level, but Thompson Falls back uh, in class B this year. And then you played Florence, the defending state champ last week. So just take us through the last couple of weeks, by the way, Florence 35, 12 over Loyola last week. Take us through these last couple of weeks. What have you seen uh, in your team? I know you got some guys back. Yeah. Um, about midway through um, the Thompson Falls games a couple of weeks ago, I've, I told the kids this just, just yesterday actually for the last six quarters we've actually really started playing this game like it's supposed to be playing how how I expected them to play from the the beginning we've seen flashes of it or I've seen flashes of it my staff has seen flashes of it but for about about that halftime of that Thompson Falls game I don't know something clicked and we played really good football we played really good football in that second half and we ended up um, winning that game and then against Florence last Friday against the state um uh, B champs from a year ago. Um, I mean, they they got a huge team, very well coached. Um, you know, most people probably thought they were gonna we were gonna be a doormat for them. And the kids came out and they played their tails off. They really did. The score really was not indicative of how the game was played. We were extremely physical. We run the ball, rushed the ball for over 200 yards against them. Um, you know, we kind of got behind just because of football opportunities, and we had to start throwing the ball. It was raining, and we had a couple errant balls that got picked, but overall the kids played extraordinarily well. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Was a Loyola head coach, Todd Hughes, joining us here on the Garden City Spotlight. Uh, What's the scout on uh, Broadwater County? I mean, Townsend's been talented in recent years. They've, they've won a lot of games, made deep playoff runs. So what's this Bulldog team look like? Extre- extremely physical, like they always are. They're, they've always been. We've played them many times, mainly in the playoffs. Um, I think the last time we played against was in, uh, I want to say, I know we played in 16 against them. Um, in the playoffs, I think. And then when Jace Lewis was a, a yeah. senior, I believe. And, you know, they're just a very, very well-coached, um, talented, physical football team. And so um, I think their numbers are kind of down, like our numbers are down when it comes to body-wise. Um, in this time of the year, people get banged up and, you know, their bumps and bruises. So, like I said, it's a brand-new season. Everybody's 0-0, and we'll just take it from there. When it comes to keys for you guys, I mean, how do you carry what, what you thought was uh, six good quarters of football? How do you keep that going? Well, hopefully it just kind of clicked. You know, I, I didn't really, going into the Florence game, I wasn't really, didn't know exactly what to expect. Um, I mean, I know the boys all thought that, you know, gosh, they're playing the state champs from a year ago, and, they, and Florence still has a really, really good squad. And I don't know. It was something that just clicked. Our offensive line was was making holes. I, you know, like I said, we run the ball for over 200 yards. Talon was – Reynolds was off the charts when it came to uh, – I told him after the game, I've coached for 30 years, and I've coached some Warriors, and he – that night was a definite Warrior. But um, hopefully we can just keep it rolling. I mean, the kids – uh, you know, it's time to seize an opportunity. They see it in front of them, and hopefully they recognize it, and they can go put four more quarters together like they did last Friday. And if they if they do that, I think we can win this football game. Loyola going to Townsend on Saturday. Todd Hughes joining us here on Nuanas Now. Thanks for being here, Coach. Thank you for having us. Montana at Weber State this upcoming weekend. We're on the road down to Ogden already. Ronson Barron, the quarterback for the Weber State Wildcats, Joins us next on our Across the Sidelines. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. 
Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Do you want your sports news, commentary, and features from a corporate publication? Would you like to hear it from local experts who have lived in your community their entire lives? At Skyline Sports, Coulter and Brooks Nuanas bring more than two decades of experience to give you old-school journalism with a new-age presentation at SkylineSportsMT.com. The Nuanas brothers provide knowledge from a family who lives Big Sky Conference athletics every day. For $8 a month or 90 bucks a year, get access to comprehensive college grizz and bobcat coverage at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every Every day, every season. Happy Friday, everybody. Coulter Nuanez, 102.9 ESPN Radio in Western Montana, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. This is Nuanez Now. Thanks so much for tuning in with us here on your Friday. If you don't see me in studio, it's because I'm already on the road. Headed down I-15 to Ogden, Utah. University of Montana plays at Weber State. Huge game for both teams. Both football squads coming off of losses last week. The Grizz lost 31-24 in overtime at Sacramento State. And Weber State lost 43-38 on the road at Bobcat Stadium to Montana State. Bobcat's got a bye this week. But the two epicenters of Big Sky Conference and arguably even FCS football are once again in the Big Sky Conference in Ogden, Utah at Stewart Stadium, as well as in Sacramento, California at Hornet Stadium as Idaho plays at Sac State. The gauntlet for all these teams continues. Weaver plays Sac State next week. Uh, so there's a lot still to be determined. But this is a huge game for both the Grizz and the Wildcats. I caught up with Weaver State sophomore quarterback Bronson Barron earlier this week. Montana at Weaver State this upcoming weekend. We're on the road down to Ogden already. Bronson Barron, the quarterback for the Weaver State Wildcats, joins us next on our Across the Sidelines. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. We'll have you now for our Cross the Sidelines where we feature interviews of the opponents of both Montana and Montana State. And this year for the first time, not a head coach, but rather a quarterback joining us. It's Bronson Barrett. He's a two-year starter at Weber State. And the Wildcats host Montana Saturday afternoon uh, in Ogden, Utah. The second of three games of a gauntlet for Weber State as they played Montana State and Bozeman last weekend. Got the Grizz this weekend and Sac State next weekend. Bronson, thanks for being here, man. How you doing? Doing good. Appreciate it. First and foremost, just take us through last week's game. I know probably one from the Weaver State side that's hard to relive, probably one you don't really want to relive. But, I mean, an unbelievably crazy, entertaining college football game. And I know that a lot of the story was about the long snaps and all that, but, I mean, this was back and forth, back and forth, and you guys had a two-minute drill right at the end of the game to potentially win it. So uh, definitely an instant classic. Just take us through it from your perspective as a quarterback. Yeah, um, like you said, I'm sure it was a, a pretty entertaining game to watch. Uh, um, uh, definitely probably the craziest game I've ever been involved in, just with, you know, everything that was going on. Um, but, you know, it was hats off to, to Montana State. Um, they did what they needed to do. Um, but honestly, a super good game to play in. You know, those are the games that you live for, uh, to play against another great opponent. And unfortunately, we just had a couple things that we didn't do that we needed to to get the win. But, you know, a great learning moment, way to 
step back and be conscious of the things that we need to improve on. Um, but yeah, honestly, a, a good, fun game. Um, tough not being able to pull it out, but you know, it, it's a long season and it's on to the next. Well, so much of the reset is just kind of evaluating what you did well, what you didn't do well, and, and trying to sharpen things up each week, right? And I think last week, though, probably so weird for you guys to analyze your offensive performance, especially in the first half, because I think you guys had the ball for like three minutes because you had a kick return for a touchdown, a punt return for a touchdown. I mean, it was crazy. I think at one point Montana State had had the ball 17 of the first 20 minutes of the first half, and you guys were winning like 17 to 3 at that point. So, I mean, how do you kind of break it down? I mean, do you just kind of not really try to evaluate that in terms of sharpening things up? Man, it was – I think we had six plays in the first quarter. Six, and that's so right. <laughs> it was it was definitely like, man, what – I mean, points is points, but it was like, man, get me on the field. Like, I didn't get into a rhythm. Let me get into a groove. But like you said, we we were crazy enough. We had the lead, so it's like, all right, like, this is what it's going to be. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's always stuff to improve on. I mean, it's not like you're going to have a perfect game or – a perfect play I mean that's what you hope for and that's what you work for but you know there's always something that you can improve on so even though there was only a few plays or a small time of possession within those those plays that we have there's always time to improve Bronson Barron joining us here on ESPN Radio it's Nuanas Now 102.9 FM ESPN Missoula as well as statewide television SWX Montana Television and around the planet Earth on the ESPN MT app Bronson is a sophomore quarterback for the Weber State Wildcats. They prepare to face Montana this upcoming weekend. Uh, last question about last week before we move on to some stuff about you and some stuff about this upcoming matchup. Uh, how do you just flush that one? I mean, because it, it was your guys' first loss of the year, but also, I mean, you're playing on the road and against another top-five team, and there's still a lot of stuff out in front of you guys. I think this is going to be a crazy Big Sky Conference title race. If anybody makes it through unscathed, I'll be shocked. So uh, how do you kind of put that thing in the rear view and, and move forward to this week? I mean, exactly what you just said. I mean, we got Montana State last week. We got Montana this week. We got Sac State the week after. You know, it's you can't hold your head down and and mope and, and whine about the last week, you know, with our conference it's you have to be ready to go. It's a dog fight every week. So, you know, we we learn and we gotta move on and get ready for the next opponent and you know, we're we're excited to play Montana this week. You know, that will be another good challenge for us. And so it's you know, it's like I said, you really can't keep looking back like you have to move on. Let's talk about your story, because I know you were a great high school player uh, there in American Fork. How far is American Fork, Utah, from, from Ogden? Uh, it's an hour, 60 miles. So just right along the Wasatch Front there, too, then, I'm assuming. Correct. Okay, cool. So uh, you're a 2018 graduate, but then you went on a mission, right? I did. So uh, take us through that. I always find this part uh, so interesting, because a lot of you guys that are LDS guys, you get to go on these like worldly travels. So where did you do your mission? Yeah, so I uh, I served my my mission to Ghana, West wow. Africa. So what was it like? I mean, I, I, the one thing I always ask guys, and I know it's funny. I saw James Kowser, who was from Southern Utah, who mm-hmm. uh, was a missionary guy once upon a time, and then a great player, all time leader in sacks and big sky history at Southern Utah. I know he's a an assistant there on the Weber State staff. I hadn't realized that till I ran into him on the sideline. But I remember him telling me he went to somewhere like Thailand or Taiwan or something, somewhere in the east, and, and he hated the food, and he lost a bunch <laughs> of weight. So what was the food yeah. like there? Man, it is hard to explain. I 
I also lost a lot of weight. So I went out on my mission at, at 210 pounds, and after six months, I was down to 180. Holy so cow. I lost quite quite a bit of weight in a, a pretty fast amount of time, but food was, you know, you, you get there, and it, it's new, and it's like, what the heck am I eating? Like, what, <laughs> what is this? Um, but the more time you spend there, the more you start to like it. And, and quite frankly, by the end, like I was loving it. And I, I wish I could eat it right now. I miss it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, that, that experience too, for, for so many missionaries is such a transforming one because you get a chance to serve and you get a chance to, you know, proclaim your faith uh, to, to maybe somebody that, you know, types of people that you've never met before. So, I mean, what was it like for you? What, what sort of things did you learn on a personal level? Man, you know, I always say like, my mission for me was the best thing for my life. You know, I was able to really grow spiritually, mentally, um, emotionally. You know, it's you go through a lot and you experience a lot of different things. Um, but for me, I'd say my, my biggest takeaway was I came to understand humility. You know, I really came to understand that, you know, God is there and he's going to help me. Um, I just need to turn to him. And, you know, and you also you come to understand a lot about yourself with, you know, I can do hard things. You know, I would say my mission was the hardest thing I've done in my life, leaving my family for two years, living in a foreign land in a, a third world country is, is definitely hard where I was having to hand wash my clothes, where I was having to go and fetch water so I could shower in the mornings, you know, go to the well. Um, so you really just come to understand about how strong you are mentally, um, but also like how weak we are you know with being able to understand and and know god is there and he's going to help us as we turn to him so really grew and progressed um a lot mentally physically spiritually so it was like i said the best thing for my life how cool is that very awesome thank you for sharing that with us uh bronson bear joining us we were state sophomore quarterback uh, last thing about the mission part of things you probably learned something from the people of ghana too i have a couple of friends that immigrated from ghana to uh, montana and uh, such a, a wonderful, loving people. Uh, did you experience that while you were there? Oh, absolutely. I would, you know, I'd say they're the best people in the world. Um, I really can say that I love them and, and appreciate them and everything that they did for me. You know, I didn't, I was, a, I was in poverty for those two years. And I mean, poverty, poverty. And I didn't know that you could give something when you have nothing to give until I went to Ghana and spend that time with them you know they really are the best people in the world and, and i love and i miss them dearly well let's talk about this upcoming matchup then a huge one again and that just seems to be the part of the schedule that we're on because it seems like everybody that's one of the top teams in the big sky has a big matchup this week uh, bobcats are off they get a little reprieve but sacramento state they host idaho and then you guys got the montana grizzlies coming to town uh, um coming off a 31 24 overtime loss that went into the wee hours of Sunday morning, so pretty crazy. Big sky after dark game for the Grizzlies. Uh, when you first flip on the film, Bronson, what do you see? Because I know that it's been a couple years since Weaver State played Montana. I know Jake Constantine was the quarterback back uh, in 2019. So your first matchup against the Grizzlies, what's the initial scout? Man, you know, uh, first, like you said, it's my first opportunity to play Montana. Super excited for for that. I mean, like I said, every every athlete likes to play in the big games and obviously this is a big game and you like to play against a, a good opponent and Montana is a great opponent, you know, um, defense is, is stout. They're disciplined. 
um, you know, like to bring pressure. You know, they like to get after the opposing offenses. So um, that's kind of what we're expecting. That's what, as we watch the tape and, and watch them, that's what, you know, we, we've seen so far. Um, you know, but you, you have to respect them. They have proven themselves time and time again. So, like I said, super excited to have an opportunity to play them for my first time and be able to do it um, at home. That will be huge. So much of a quarterback playing against a high-pressure defense, any level of football, is just being able to stand in there and, and make the throw while you're getting hit, right? And so h- how do you mentally prepare yourself uh, for that uh, from your position? Man, I think it's just being comfortable with what their defense is doing. You know, obviously their their front seven's very good and their secondary is good. So it's just being able to really understand and know what they're coming at you with and knowing what you're doing offensively. You know, if, like you said, you're gonna have to stand in there and take some shots. But if you're confident that you know where your guys are gonna be at, you know, you're you're fine to to stay in there, and make the throw, and hopefully it's caught. Uh, and take that shot but it is what it is that's a quarterback position and that's the things that you, you live with how about a couple of the guys that you're going to be throwing to I, I think that uh, Ty McPherson has really come into his own but I thought his breakout game you know the, the game where he first showed the world that he could be a truly elite receiver was in Missoula back in 2019 and uh, Weaver's State came out on the wrong end of that game but he was awesome he had like 150 yards like nine or nine or ten catches and since then, he's just been kind of like the go-to guy there on the outside for you guys. So um, how have you seen him grow, and, and what sort of uh, progression have you seen now into his senior year that makes him one of the leading receivers in the conference? Yeah, Ty, you know, he's just – he's been very consistent. You know, he, he never allows himself to get too high, never allows himself to, to get too low. And I think that's a big thing for him. He, Like you said, in 19, he had that breakout game. Um, and that just kind of has helped him to realize, you know, like I can do this. Um, build confidence and as I've been here and we've been together you know it's he's gradually built more and more confidence and with that you know when you have that confidence you're you're going to be able to make those plays that are necessary um, you know me and him have spent a lot of time together in the off season during the season whether it's watching film getting on the field getting some extra throws in you know he actually uh, I've been home for my mission I want to say three or four days and he called me and was like hey man like I'm ready to throw whenever so I'd only been home not even a week and we started throwing and I'm just proud of him and the way that he has continued to progress and work and and build that confidence to allow him to go make plays on Saturdays. Bronson Barron joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. He's a sophomore quarterback at Weber State as the Wildcats get set to host Montana on Saturday afternoon, Stewart Stadium, Ogden, Utah. Uh, last couple things for you, man. First of all, uh, Weaver State's offensive line since Coach Hill took over has always been very strong. I know Brent Myers, one of the uh, veteran coaches in the Big Sky Conference. He's been around the league forever and knows it as well as anybody. Uh, but this year's version of, of uh, the offensive line, I mean, just tell us about it and how much confidence, how much of the responsibility falls on them just in terms of identifying pre-snap, you know, getting ready for the blitzes, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um you know, I am beyond grateful and appreciative for, for my guys up front. As you know, being a, a sports guy and football guy, you know, if you don't have an offensive line, it's very hard to get an offensive offense rolling. And this year, those guys have played great. You know, I, I'm i not feeling banged up or anything. This is the healthiest I've been. I'm, and that's because of the way they've been playing. You know, they've been playing really, really well. And, um, opening up things in the run game, keeping me protected in the pass game. 
and they all do a very good job of being prepared each and every week. Um, like you said, they see that stuff pre-snap and being able to recognize, all right, this is where the pressure is coming from. Or um, so, And that, that's nice for me. It takes more pressure off of myself when I'm able to just sit back there and, and deliver the ball and disperse it to the playmakers. So um, very proud of the guys up front. You know, Ethan is, Ethan and Tommy, my center, has done a great job of, of identifying and, and taking lead of the offensive line. So super proud of those guys and everything that they have, uh, have done thus far. Just got to make sure we keep it rolling the rest of the year. Last thing for you then, uh, with Montana coming to town, I mean, what's your guys' mentality going into this game, and what's it going to take for Weber State to come out with a victory over Montana? Uh, you know, the big thing is is going one and out each week. Um, focus on your one eleventh each and every play and give your best effort. You know, I think you get into these big games, and sometimes you make things up. You know, you try to do too much, and that's what, that's what hurts teams. Um, when you know what, it's just the basics. Do what you're supposed to do on – that one play and do that every play of the game you know it's one play at a time and we got to be disciplined we got to be physical and you know that's what we expect when we're playing in our conference especially this montana team they're physical they're disciplined so we have to match that physicality as well and we have to be efficient offensively we have to be able to stay on schedule um avoid third and long second long situations and uh you know just be efficient in the pass game and the run game should be a fun one. We're make, looking forward to making the trip down. Bronson Barron, Weber State sophomore quarterback here on Nuanas Now. Bronson, thanks for being with us, man. Best of luck on Saturday. Thank you. Appreciate it. Across the Sidelines is presented by Vance Thompson Vision. From the sideline to the end zone, catch every play with your best vision. Next time you're at a football game, look across the sideline. Can you see it? Like, really see it? With their world-class eye surgeons, friendly professional care, and the most advanced technology available, you can trust Vance Thompson Vision to provide you with the best option for your eyes. From LASIK to cataracts, Vance Thompson Vision's team of experts help you enjoy every play with clear vision. Visit VanceThompsonVision.com to learn more or call to schedule a free consultation at 866-620-EYES. Missoula Big Sky into the playoffs for the 15th time since 2001. The Eagles on the road playing at Bozeman Gallatin. Matt Johnson joins us for part two of our Garden City Spotlight. Next, keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. Garden City Spotlight continues, and it's the playoff edition, and we have football teams from around the Garden City all over the place into the playoffs. Missoula Central, they play in Missoula uh, tonight here on your Friday night. Missoula Loyola, they make the trip 
uh, across the state to take on Townsend. And Missoula Big Sky, they're headed to Bozeman to take on Gallatin High School. We're joined now by Matt Johnson, the head coach of the Big Sky Eagles. And Coach, first of all, congratulations on making the playoffs. Just take us through uh, this last month or so. I know you guys had a couple really tough games against two of the best teams in the state in Sentinel and Helena, but you bounced back for a win over Flathead, and that helps get you into the playoff field. So what did you think of your guys' ability to finish the season? Yeah, thanks, Coulter. Thanks for having me on. And, you know, we we think it's a privilege to be able to play, you know, one more game, and that's one thing we talked about last week is, hey, I want to play one more week, and um, we were pretty motivated to get there. And You know, I think we've had a lot of really good growth. Um, you know, we're just at a different spot right now with our team than some of the other teams are. We're pretty young, and um, but we've grown up a lot, and we're a lot different team than we were game one, for sure. We were still trying to figure a lot of things out at that point in time, and uh, so I'm proud of these guys. We've, we've really grown. We've stayed with it. We kept focus on where it should be and and at the end of the day we were able to put ourselves in a position to play one more week when it comes to the growth i mean what have you guys been doing better that you've been working on because that must make you happy i mean that's what coaching's all about right is hoping that the stuff you're working on is actually you know progressing well where have you seen your team improve yeah for sure i mean that that's a big one i think we ask every week are, are we getting better are we taking the right steps and you know, you got to do some self-evaluation. And I think, you know, big areas that, for one, we've switched into the shock and wing tee, which we're, you know, we've been running all year. And I think one was our kids getting a full grasp of, of what it was and allowing us to enter new concepts into it and build on it um, and getting more comfortable with what we're doing. And now, I, you know, I think once we got mid-season, started getting confidence in what we were running and started to see things. It all slowed down for him a little bit. Um, you know, and I think the biggest one for us was just being a little more consistent running the football, which led to us being able to throw the ball around a little more. And then with that, taking care of it, um, you know, went through a little stretch where, you know, we, were, we weren't winning the turnover battle. And uh, we've definitely had a huge focus turnover battle, having more explosive plays and tackling and I think those are the three biggest areas with, that we've made uh, positive steps in really for the past probably three four weeks. Matt Johnson joining us here on the Garden City Spotlight. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. And coach before we started you and I were talking uh, you were you were hearkening back to your first year at Big Sky. And I remember that was my first year at Big Sky too when I was a freshman back in 2001. Crazy that was 20 plus years ago. But you know it does give me a great pride to to think about Big Sky football and just the the sustained amount of at least some sort of competitiveness that the program's had. I, I think you were mentioning that in those 21 years, Big Sky's been in the playoffs more often than not, 15, 16 times. So, um, you know, it's always a challenge, especially with a lot of the different situations that are out of your control. But that must make you pretty proud, too, to know that at the very least, your kids are getting into the tournament, getting an opportunity to compete uh, here in late October, early November. Yeah, for sure. You know, and um, it'd be – you know, especially it's been pretty consistent. We had a couple of years there just, you know, hiccups along the way or whatever the scenario was. But, you know, um, we take pride in that. There was even a span there, Coulter, right through your era and just after where 
we were like one of three programs that had made it every year once they moved to the 18 uh, venue. And it was, and if I remember right, Capital wasn't in that or Billings West. And at the time, those were two pretty dominant programs. Um, and we, we found ourselves in, in, uh, in pretty good company. So we take pride in that. We always have, you know, getting to that next round and, and anything can happen at that point in time. And, uh, it's got to be opportunistic, and I think it's a good step for us to a good way to finish this. You know, hopefully we can take another step and be able to finish this year with a real positive note and then something to build off for the for years to come. And um, so, yeah, we're pretty we're pretty stoked about that. Uh, you know, pretty good company that we're in with however many programs. I, I had a number at one point in time how many people were in that ballpark, but – you know, we're in the top echelon of those teams to go, you know, make it 15 out of 21 years. So, Missoula Big Sky ended the Class AA playoffs, and they play at Bozeman Gallatin uh, this upcoming Friday. Coach, what's the scout on the Raptors? I know that they are uh, a relatively new program, but they had the best year uh, in their short history. It's been a really long time since you played them in the, in the scope of this season, back in August that you played them. So uh, a long time when it comes to the actual football world. Um, do they look different these last couple of weeks when you check them out on film? And what's the general scout on the Raptors? You know, it's funny. The the first game we played them, we pretty much had zero information to go by. I mean, their scrimmage they ran was pretty – I think they ran like three plays in the whole scrimmage. So we didn't really have a lot to go by. Um, and who, what they really look like. So we've got to see them game one. You know, I think most of their uh, receivers would start on our old line. They're big, they're tall. Um, but, you know, as we, as we watched through the year, I mean, they, they're pretty consistent now in what they're operating in. And, you know, we feel like some places we can match up pretty well and we have some advantages. And obviously they throw some, some uh, adversary at us with, they got that 6'6 receiver. He's tall. He's a pretty good athlete, um, you know. And they're they're fairly physical, but uh, we think if we can come do our basic things, keep no missed tackles, have some explosive plays on them, and uh, win the turnover battle, we can put ourselves in a good position. And we always say that if we're if if we give ourselves a chance at the end of the game, uh, you know, anything can happen. In past history, we've we've had pretty good luck over there in Bo in Bozeman. So, uh, you know, we like to think we can we can get after him and put ourselves in that position. Matt Johnson, Big Sky Eagles at Bozeman Gallatin Friday night to kick off the, the Class AA playoffs around the state of Montana. Coach, uh, thanks so much for the time today, man. Best of luck on Friday. We'll catch up with you soon, but either way, uh, go get him on Friday. Thanks for being here. Sounds good. Thanks, Coulter. Always appreciate it. Thanks to Matt Johnson, Missoula Big Sky, for joining us on our Garden City Spotlight Part 2. We're here from Dane Oliver in the second hour. Garden City Spotlight presented in part by First National Pond. From musical instruments to hunting and camping supplies, even snow blowers, you never know what you might find for a great price. Also, check out Liberty Safes, the highest quality and reliability there is. Nothing like owning Liberty Safe. Visit LibertySafesOfMissoula.com or go see their showroom at First National Pond on Reserve Street or in East Missoula. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. More high school football plus... Some breaking news from Carol and the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. Keep it right here. Nuana's Now, ESPN Radio. 
Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, The Advocates can surely help you. There's a lot of people out there that don't slow down for road conditions that are driving recklessly or carelessly, and we want to protect the people that have been injured because of those driver's actions. You deserve an advocate. The Advocates will deal with the insurance company and defer medical bills, so all you need to do is rest and get better. The Advocates will handle the overwhelming legal stress of your accident because you didn't deserve to be in an accident. Chat directly with a local attorney online at MontanaAdvocates.com.